It's time for another episode of Badugi All-Stars with your host, Tecmo Super Bowl, Nixon the Grouch, and 2-4 Offsuit. Welcome, everybody, to episode 28 of Badugi All-Stars. This is Tecmo Super Bowl. This is Nixon the Grouch. This is 2-4 Offsuit. We have Vincent Vanderflout, uh, a.k.a. Sobrante, or however you say it. Uh, <laughs> Dude, so he's grown, like, Hispanic. <laughs> I, think I, I think it's more kind of like German. It's like, Sobrante, la passion. Oh, now it does sound angrier, you're right. <laughs> Which makes sense, because um, he's Dutch. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I think he is Dutch, right? Yeah, so I think that you, you making his name German doesn't actually make as much sense as you thought. <laughs> um. But he is I don't know Dutch, how to right? make it sound like shoes. Um, well, doesn't he like not even speak with an accent? He uh, just sounds like a regular, a bit. regular American dude. No, he sounds intelligent and well-spoken, so no. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Nice, though. I like Sick that. Sick burn on all of us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. You guys are jerks. <laughs> anyway, uh, he is a deuces cracked coach, and he also uh, won a... World Series of Poker bracelet uh, recently, and has also been making a lot of deep runs, uh, um, including in the uh, triple draw the, uh, event that I played in, and another event. Uh, and we're going to talk to him later about all that jazz. Um, Bryce, what's been going on? I was going to say we should talk about your triple draw things. And speaking of my investment, but yeah, oh, and all right, we can talk about that. My yeah, investment. Investments may not the right word, but my disposal <laughs> of excess funds flamed money um no uh yeah so i played the triple draw event i i went out to vegas june 10th uh landed luckily didn't have any delays in the flight or anything ran to my hotel uh <laughs> i didn't run to the hotel uh, <laughs> you really didn't want to get long hauled by the cab and yeah. boy are my legs tired <laughs> <laughs> um took a shuttle and uh, raced and dropped off my bags, uh, then went to get some Chipotle, which is right next to Harrah's, and the line was out the door. Uh, but luckily, there's a pizza shop right inside with no line. Grabbed two slices of pizza, uh, ran to the shuttle. and there's a pizza shop inside of Chipotle? Uh, yeah. Inside of the building which oh. houses Chipotle. Yeah, and, the, makes, and their wings sense. are terrible. Okay. Um. And uh, anyway, made it over to the Rio in time to register and eat my pizza and uh, sat down, was feeling good, uh, played very, very well, uh, but... <laughs> it, at least your ego wasn't harmed by this tournament. <laughs> yeah. Did you see, speaking of like play, ego and playing very well, did you see Phil Helmuth's tweet uh, when he busted, I can't remember which tournament it was. The shootout. But, was, oh, yeah, it was, a, it was a no limit shootout, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, he says, played well. It, like, here's a tweet of his that says, played well, but I'm out of the tournament now. Oh, well. And then right after that, it says, uh, who was it? Christian Harder or yep. somebody? Yeah. Uh, he, he's like, Phil, busted Phil after he completed small blind with seven bigs uh, with King 3 suited. <laughs> It was just perfect. Um, I did not make mistakes like that. Uh, what mistakes? Did fortunately, you make? my t- the the turnout was much smaller. It was about thirty three percent 
less people in it this year than there were last year. There's something like a little over 300 last year and a little over 200 this year. Um, so that was disappointing because I feel like a lot of those who didn't play it were probably the weaker players. Um, Do you think that's related to how you did last year in the publicity from this podcast? If you were like, if he can't cash, how am I going to cash? Um, <laughs> no. Okay. Just that's wondering. A, that's at least like 15% of those entries. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, last year I had a great table. There was only one decent player at my table, and he just wasn't getting any hands and busted fairly quickly. So the rest of the time I was just chipping up, and that's how I got to 12th in chips going into day two. This table, there was only one bad player. Everyone else... Was it you or someone else? What would you say? So was that you or somebody else, the bad player? Uh, that was somebody else. Just checking. <laughs> um, uh, they, they were, the, the other good players, they were like solid and would make maybe some minor mistakes here and there. Maybe weren't like, uh, didn't make all, always... Uh, didn't always make the best drawing decisions, uh, but the one guy to my left, unfortunately, uh, was the worst, uh, and he busted a few hours in, um, so I couldn't really take advantage of that too much. I got a few chips from him, um, but other than that, I just, I, I think I outplayed most of the people at my table, but just didn't get enough hands uh, later on in the day. Um, we did have one guy bust, and Phil Ivey was uh got seated at his position but like 20 feet away phil ivy was at the final table of the pot limit hold'em event he was like i think he was 10th in chips and it was 10 handed so the official final table hadn't started yet because they wait till nine um and i don't know like two hours later he was chip leader with four to go or something like that. i don't know i don't know how he does it but uh he not even during the dinner break did he come over or any sort of the breaks did he even come over to even look at his stack or do anything. So I think he just kind of wrote the triple draw tournament off. That was a little bit of run good in that we were just kind of uh, blinding off his chips. But unfortunately, he was also uh, three to my left, so it wasn't super helpful. Uh, did Did you consider trying to steal his blinds so you could say that you won a won a pot off of Phil Ivy? I did, and I I did do that, uh, but it doesn't sound that impressive. I guess if I just... now it doesn't. Yeah, I guess we should have led with that. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say the idea of this is not I'm gonna tell the whole story and then go, yeah, I won some money technically. It's <laughs> hey, I I stole Phil Ivy's blind in the triple draw tournament because he wasn't there. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. It's um, like uh, the punchline before the joke. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of like the whole thing with this podcast. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, to get to the other side, <laughs> why did the ticket cross the road? Huh. I uh, so I was excited that he wasn't there initially because I still had hope in the tournament. Um, and then once I got down to be very short stacked, I was actually kind of hoping he would come over there just so I could play with him and I don't know, just see what it was like to play with him, see if I could pick up on anything that he did differently than anyone else. Uh, but it was not meant to be. I, uh, I just couldn't make hands at the end, and when you're not making hands in triple draw, you lose. Yeah, I mentioned it to Carrie when you tweeted that he was at your being moved to your table, and she's like, oh, that's exciting. And it's like, exciting isn't really the word. It's like, <laughs> yeah. here comes someone really good to play this game with me. Yeah. it's it's I, I would say it's exciting, but it's a fleeting exciting. It's, yay, he's here! Oh, where'd my chips go? 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not that exciting, but... So did you look right after you busted if anyone tweeted about how badly you played since you're basically doing what Helmuth did and saying how awesome you played? <laughs> I did not. Just curious. I have to go back. Do you have pictures of anyone you played with? No, but they're on the website for the the Image Masters Poker, who are the people handling all the uh, photo taking of all the players. Are you are you going to buy your picture so that you can post it places? I actually thought about it instead of just <laughs> stealing it like like I did last year. Yeah, that's kind of that was what I was referencing. Yeah, was yeah the watermark yeah, like, picture you posted everywhere. Yeah, it's fifteen dollars to get like just like a Facebook version of it or 40 if you want a high res one. Does the Facebook version come with you doing duck face or is that the MySpace version? only? <laughs> I'm not sure. I think they do edit it in Photoshop. That'd be sweet. They, it's all the, the $15 version is all from like an above angle. So you look skinnier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I would buy Phil Ivy. So I can have, his as a duck face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you spend the fifteen dollars and buy a picture of anyone else in the tournament? Yeah, you can. I'm pretty sure you can. Do I'd rather have a picture of Phil Ivy playing. Can you get a, a picture of his empty chair? I don't know. I don't think they took a picture of that. They should have. Definitely should have. Anyway, that was that was my triple draw event. Uh, played well, did and chipped up early, but. As are limit tournaments. Limit tournaments are so stupid. I don't know why. I don't know if I'm ever going to play another limit tournament. Until next year. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) Limit tournaments are stupid until they come about after you're done hating them. I was going to ask, did you have that feeling right after the World Series event? I did, and then I played... Did you play any other limit tournaments tournaments while you were in Vegas? uh, The very next day. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Just checking, because that's what I thought happened. I played the horse tournament on the, on Monday at Golden Nugget. Uh, and, but then and, after and, that, were you done with limit tournaments until the next one? Yeah, without a doubt, I was done after that until Wednesday when I played the triple draw event at Golden Nugget. So, how was the tag team event? Uh, the tag team event was fun. Um, it was it, it was made even better because. Me and my buddy Mike from home played as a team, and then TJ and Wilton Tilt played as a team, and we did a $50 last longer, and right when uh, we sort of made it official that we were going to do the last longer, uh, TJ lost half the stack in the very first level before Aaron even got to sit down, and uh, and then Aaron sat down, and I sat down, we played some, and then you switched every 15 minutes you switched uh, partners. And so in the first 15 minutes, TJ lost half the stack. Then Aaron sat down. I don't know if he tipped up or not, but uh, the next 15 minutes, that's TJ sat down. He busted. <laughs> so Nice. Were you guys at the same table? No, we were a couple of tables apart. Ah, rats. Did you actually yeah. have to like tag like wrestling? Slap hands and then you can sit down? Otherwise, uh, it doesn't count. Did someone stand outside the room waving their arm? Take me in. <laughs> and I was uh, I was very tired because I had stayed up late, so I was just crawling and I couldn't reach Mike, my friend. So I don't know, it was a big ordeal. But <laughs> TJ hit you with his chair. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get back to Jerry the King Lawler, and ah, uh, never mind. Yeah, let's never mind that. <laughs> um, Bryce, what's been going on with you? 
Um, I went to a few concerts this week, which is why I'm so tired, not just from listening to you guys talk, but, (laughs) um, so I went to a house concert on Saturday, which was pretty cool. It was John Vanderslice, who I think I've talked about on the podcast before. He's one of our favorites. Um, but it was in like a converted garage space. It was sort of like seeing a concert in a sweat lodge. Like it was (laughs) ridiculously hot and San Francisco is not designed to ever be warm. And so... I we pretty much were roasting in there. His bass player had to stand on stage for 20 minutes before the songs he was needed for because the room was so full. So he was just standing there holding a bass, just sweating. And every time <laughs> he went off on a tangent between songs, the look on his face was like, come on. So that was pretty awesome. So then he would talk a little longer on purpose. Um, And then earlier this week, I saw Rhett Miller from... The old 97s, uh, and then the Wallflowers opened because the next night they were taping a PBS special for the fall, and they wanted to do a warm-up show, and then I went to that the next night. Um, so that was pretty sweet, because I really liked the Wallflowers. So. Nice. Did you tell Chuck about that? I think he's a huge old 97s fan. I did not. I did not know that. Yeah, definitely. I always see him tweeting about them. Yeah, he loves the old 97s. I don't yeah. even know what they are. I, don't, I never even heard of them until Vier- he... Have you heard of the new 96s? It's kind of like that. <laughs> no. Is They're that, good. You is should that, listen. Uh, not to the, is not that to like the Retro idea. Jordans? Yes, it is just like that. That's where the name comes from. It's named after a shoe. That was a good guess, Tom. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was a really good guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that. So I've decided that I'm too old to go to three concerts in a week because I'm dragging today. But it was pretty sweet. Do you have like a local venue that like doesn't cost much? Uh, well, I mean, it's I think called they the were... garage space. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Wallflowers thing that I went to yesterday was free, so that was sweet because it was please come and act excited when the when we put you on TV. So I did. So you can look for me in the fall on PBS. To do that. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll remind you before then. You don't have to remember on your own. I was gonna say perfect. <laughs> That's pretty much what they said. You're gonna be on TV in the fall, and it's like I hope they call me or something because I'm not gonna remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forward that email that you get from them onto us. Yep, I will. I'll that that'll be my top priority when I receive it is to make sure you guys know. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um going I'm, actually, I'm going to a concert on Saturday. There's like a little Denver music festival here and Girl Talk is the, the headliner. Um it's got that some sound very manly. Do you know what Girl Talk is? No, no clearly not. <laughs> clearly not. <laughs> Uh, he's like a from the ninety eights or it, it's one dude and he, <laughs> is it like uh, is it like Reebok? <laughs> is it like man chatter. Um, that went way over pronoun- my head. The correct pronunciation is Manchester, by the way. Oh, okay, <laughs> Manchester United. Yeah, he's like a uh, he does like remixes, so mashups. kind of like mashups exactly. That's the better name for it. Um, but there's a couple cool local bands uh, that are getting kind of bigger that are going to be there, like Churchill. Uh, they have a song that's on the radio here, at least, and it's pretty good. So we'll go check that out. It's, it's spread are out. All, are they all World War II themed? <laughs> Churchill and Girl Talk. Nice. Um, I don't remember that the, the Battle of Girl Talk for World War, World War II. <laughs> One out of two ain't bad, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, there's isn't like... A, isn't that a Meatloaf song, more or less? <laughs> <laughs> Meatloaf will not be there. At least I didn't see his name on the uh, 
whatever they called the the poster. Menu. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but the, how did what is girl talk like live? Is he just like here? Let me start this CD and then this one and then you all sit there together. <laughs> no, I think he does it like he mixes it live, so every show is unique. He has one speaker on the left and one speaker on the right. <laughs> he just plays them both. Mm-hmm. It's two women on stage having a conversation about <laughs> shoes. <laughs> it's just—it's it, very similar to the View. <laughs> It'd yep, be cool so... if you were like to start a mashup of mashup artists and just put the songs back together again. <laughs> <laughs> I fixed it. <laughs> Yeah, so that that's my weekend plans. Um, I, I feel did. Like you should go to a concert now. Yeah, you should go to you a should. concert. I don't know what the last concert I went to, I think was OAR, and that was several several years ago. Because they're from around here. I don't. Do you know who OAR is? You don't that have was... to spell it. We're adults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't they have that? Song well, my about my dog is right here. Order? I don't want to tease him. Yeah, that's he really loves oars. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't say it out loud. Do no, you, you guys have heard of them? I don't know how big they are. Yes, yeah. I'm aware of them. I I don't remember them actually being like super popular around here, but I have heard stuff. They're they pretty have some really good songs. Uh, one is called uh, Hey Girl, I think, and then another is about poker. Yeah, that's what Bryce just said. Yeah. Oh. That's okay, you weren't listening. Yeah, I don't listen to much of this. Yeah, they were really <laughs> popular in on the East Coast between 2003 and 2004. Thank you, Wikipedia. I'm not <laughs> looking. That was life experience that's, right there. That's probably when I went and saw them. Yeah. What was your last concert before that? Uh, Shinedown and Trapped. <laughs> what about before that? Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yes. Good. Coming out of their shells tour. <laughs> Now was that the original or was that after like they changed drummers? Uh no no that's the original. Is that a weird euphemism for puberty? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's pretending like the Ninja Turtles live as a band. He saw the Teenage Mutant Ninja Wiggles. (laughs) It's kind of like Turtle Talk. Um. Bad 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 bad. So, anyways, uh, quick soccer update is that Ireland did the worst, so I won. Um, nice. 20, nope, $31 on Do I get a percentage of that for having to listen to you talk about soccer three weeks in a row? Nope, but the tournament is still going on. I bought them for $4, and I won $35. Sick ROI. Yes, I probably the sickest in this entire tournament, unless a huge upset happens, but I don't even know if that can happen anymore. Like Ireland rejo- rejoins the tournament somehow and wins? <laughs> That would be most excellent for me. I would I would if feel sick and upset if I had to watch soccer too. Is Spain what? still crushing? I'm going to I'm going to watch uh, Spain and France I think on Saturday. Yeah, check it out. They're they're pretty sweet. Um, Spain's still in it. They won their group, so their matches I think uh, Saturday. Saturday. I'm gonna guess that. That's what he's going. Oh, Saturday. Nice. Thank you. He's going. You're going. He's going to watch it. Like he has plans to watch it. I'm assuming that he knows when it is. Well, I don't know why I'm assuming that. That's a bad assumption on my part. (laughs) Do you know what day it's on? 
2.45 on Saturday against France. Yep. That's okay. the one. Um, Sweet. So I have a question, soccer guy. God. Um, Please don't call me that. Please don't talk <laughs> soccer. All right. Sorry, sorry. Football guy. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Why can't you uh, use your hands? <laughs> um, no. Uh, wh- why is Spain the only team who just like dominates possession so much? Because they're better. Yeah, they are clearly the best team. Yeah, nice. I mean, I asked my friend who lived in England for a while, so he's a big Manchester uh, fan, and I <laughs> see. <laughs> he he essentially said that they have two players, Iniesta and I had an Iniesta uh, when I was little. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> Iniesta and Zavi. I don't know how to say his name. It's um, Sega. <laughs> Sega. Um, he. Uh, I don't know. They, apparently, they're very very good. They just. Well, pass, I figure when there's only two guys that are good, they just pass it back and forth for a really long time. Is that what happens? The yeah, whole, essentially. The whole point of us betting on this is that we know nothing about it, so that's oh, why it's interesting. Right. Well, I just I, know that I, I, that's like not I know true, more actually. than you know. I know I the Bodog odds. That doesn't make it interesting. Knowing about things actually makes it slightly more interesting. What is this strange sport? What is offsides? Why are they well, playing after the clock is hit? The, no, the because because then like people will have an edge, and then the betting will be like good instead of all over the place like it was. Because that's half the fun is making fun of the guy that bids like $3 for Spain, hoping that he's actually going to win when it goes for like $200. <laughs> See, obviously then you guys know something. Did someone bid $200 for Ireland? No. Exactly. There's knowledge then. Well, right? there's, it's kind of like uh, Bryce when you uh, did the March Madness and picked him by like robot picking or color. I can't remember what your... My, the first year it was who which mascot would win in a fight, and I was... If Michigan had won, as of the Final Four, if Michigan won, I would have won the pool. The next year it was distance from uh, Grand, Forks, North, Grand Forks, North Dakota. And then okay. it was the highest ratio of consonants to vowels in the name of the school. Why Grand Forks, North Dakota? It's kind of in the middle and it sucks. The further you are away, the better. Oh, all right. <laughs> I don't know. It was an arbitrary system. I don't know. All right. Just yeah. didn't know why you picked that one city I've never heard of. I got my You've flight never heard of there. Grand Forks. I, I spent I spent one winter evening in Grand Forks, North Dakota, and my flight got diverted to the Two Gate Airport. Ooh. Did it suck? Yeah, was it, it cold? Yes. The best part was the guy had been announcing when our our new flight would take off, and then he said, "Sorry, there's been a gate change. I'm over here." And you look 15 feet to your left, and he'd moved <laughs> to the gate, and he waved. <laughs> so. Solid, solid. But anyway, yeah. See, that that's not knowing anything. Yeah, and that's kind of... I mean, the Bodog odds got posted before we bet, and that's what I'm guessing like 90% of the people went off of. See, that's knowing something. I don't. I didn't know anything. What, it's like having a hand chart. Yeah, exactly. I, were you making the point for me or for Bryce? For me? I don't know. Just said it. <laughs> I came in second in, uh, or actually, my robot came in second in the fantasy football league that, at work once because every week I'd go on Yahoo Sports and take the lowest player and say, "Would you suggest someone else for the roster?" And then I would auto set the lineup. And then after six weeks of that, I was bored and I just didn't touch it again. And then he came in second. Awesome. Yeah, through through bye weeks, where play, half his lineup was out, he somehow still won. I don't know. My robot's a beast. 
Yeah, he's a robot. Yep. Cool, cool. Anything going on in the news this week? Uh, Matt Stout got the Badugi All-Stars bump and finished third in the uh, event 33, the $1,000 No Limit Hold'em event. I assume if he had been on more recently, the bump would have been stronger and he would have won. So Yeah. I hope none, neither of your girlfriends get the Budugi All-Stars pump. <laughs> that was awkward for Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's Now that you've taken positive us, out, outcome in poker events to be some sort of sexually transmitted disease, I'd, I'd imagine it's going to be much harder to book guests in the future. If they uh, you went in a different direction than I intended. Yeah, a sexually transmitted baby. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I understood what you're going for. I just decided to make it more offensive. <laughs> Is yeah. that when you've had too much Badoogie All Stars and it looks like you're pregnant? <laughs> I hope not. Uh... No, but he he won like 160,000. That's pretty sweet. I think it's yeah. I think it was more than that. Oh, so, more than that? I thought it was 160 ish. I thought it was 190 ish. Ooh, even better. That's like a sick. Maybe Ooh, you're just yeah, looking upside down. Million. What? I don't know. Do you want to make a bet on it to make it more exciting? No, because we're probably looking at it. <laughs> no, if I knew how much... I wouldn't say ish. I would read you the exact number like I just remembered it. Not if you're a good hustler. Have you been paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not on our show. Well, that's pretty bad good. whether or not we're going to talk about soccer again next week? Uh, yes. No, I, I, I don't. Bet no we, I, don't. Will, I bet we will talk about it. Is that because you're going to ask me about it? No, because I was hoping you would take the other side and we wouldn't talk about soccer next week. I don't think I'll talk about soccer next week. I think I will. (laughs) Wild card. (laughs) But the way he will talk about it is I don't know anything about soccer. Except that he knows more than either of us, apparently. Um, You knew about the Nintendo guy. (laughs) Sega. Uh, Um, Is there anything else going on in the news? I don't think so. There, there's that's not it. that much exciting. It's the World Series. Phil World Ivey's... Series is really down in numbers. That's a that's somewhat newsworthy. Is it? Yeah, it's significantly down in numbers. It's like a 30% drop across the board. When we have Nolan back on as a recap, we'll, we'll ask him about that. Sounds good. We'll see if it has to do with the final table rules. I think, it has I think everyone's just saving up for one drop. Yep, that's what I think it is, because I think one drop's going to have at least seven or eight people in it. Yeah, um, That's news. That's, that's the other thing. Didn't he say that there were only like three spots left? I think he was just trying to sell us seats. <laughs> no, and I think the number of people that they've reported on it is like based on people having like said they're going to play and not actually having given them $1 million. So. Uh, but, I, but I heard that uh, Tom Petty's entering. I read that on 2 Plus 2 today. Nice. Yeah. Do you think that his stack will be free falling? <laughs> That's good. Did you read the thread too? <laughs> no, I didn't actually. I just came up with that one. <laughs> yeah, so did everyone on two plus two. Do you think his coolers are going to be heartbreaking? Uh... <laughs> well, with that said, I think we should throw it to hugging the rail. I think we should have already thrown it to hugging the rail.
And we're back with Hugging the Rail. How are you doing, TJ? Good. How are you? I'm doing excellent. How about you, Bryce? I'm doing great. <laughs> what about okay. me? Nope. <laughs> All right. So what uh, room are we doing this week? Hera's Poker Room. Nice, nice. And I was kind of unaware that Hera's actually had a poker room. Is it a real thing? <laughs> Did you? Are, have you run out of actual rooms and you've invented rooms We're just now? making up rooms. No, that's where um, that's where Tom was staying while he was here for the World Series. So we played we played a few sessions together over there. In um, the poker room is where Tom was staying. And is in the poker or room. Or is the poker room also Tom's hotel room? <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, there's no table, but there's an extra that. bed. They don't have a poker room. We were just playing heads up matches in Tom's room. Are we gonna do the Marriott next week? <laughs> <laughs> How's the Motel 6 poker room in Vegas? Oh, I was going there next. <laughs> I beat you. Super yeah, but... Oh, well. <laughs> okay, well, Harris apparently does have a room. What's a uh, big room, small room? Um, Medium-sized room, I think maybe about 15-ish tables. Um, it's it's a separate room. It's not just like a roped-off area like some of, the, uh, some of the rooms in Vegas that are just in the middle of the casino floor with ropes around it. Um, separate, closed-off room. Um, it's actually it's actually pretty nice. It seems like all the furniture is somewhat new. Um, it's as far the only cash games I saw running were the one was a one two game. Uh, it's a three hundred dollar cap, and it's actually a really big rake. It's a five plus one, ten percent up to five dollars plus one for the jackpot. So the rake's really large, but. The room was was pretty decent. They have they're running a lot of tournaments while we were there. It looks like their tournaments get get really big turnouts for a small room like that. I mean, it looked like they were, I don't know, six or seven tables for their all their dailies. I was the if copy. not more. They had really good sugar free Red Bull. <laughs> you had a Red Bull, and you're evaluating Bull. it. <laughs> I mean, if you needed caffeine, you could have just gone with coffee. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, I ordered a cranberry juice, and the waitress said, "Try the cranberry and orange juice mix because the cranberry is too tart, or something like that." And she was right; it was excellent. Did you try the cranberry juice? No. Then you don't How know do you... if it was too tart. You don't know if that's true. It's a good point. Yep. Isn't cranberry juice supposed to be tart? Yeah, that is yeah, actually I think the so. idea. <laughs> but maybe it wasn't. This orange juice is so citrusy. Try cutting it with something else that's not the thing you ordered. <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, but they have they have a bunch of. Uh, I think they have like an eight a.m. tournament. Um, one in the afternoon. They have a seven p.m. and then a one a.m. I, I think as well. Do you win if you're the only person to show up for the eight a.m. tournament? Uh, I was there two times at 8 a.m. still playing cash, and they got like a turnout of like 25 to 30 people, I think, for each each time. Is this why you didn't do well in tournaments? You stayed up all night and then played an 8 a.m. tournament? No, I didn't play the 8 a.m. tournament. No, we stayed up all night and then played the noon tournament. (laughs) Which is weird because there wasn't a noon tournament. How how much (laughs) coffee did you have to drink to stay up until 8 a.m.? I don't drink coffee. Uh, Neither does TJ, uh, apparently. I took a nap generally somewhere near, like, 
after dinner or something, or if I even ate dinner, I'd take like a, a couple hour nap and then I just would play from. It's called going to bed. I was thinking that too. <laughs> and um, then did you get up and have eggs or cereal? <laughs> <laughs> That's um, called breakfast. <laughs> no, I didn't uh, eat much during that time, uh, but I would just wait, wake up and play from like 11. I would wait till the cash games. Those so people started busting out of like the 7 p.m. tournament, because um, it, it was really full. Like you'd have to be on a long waiting list because it's a small room and there's a tournament going on. Uh, if you got there around seven, uh, so I'd usually wait till like after 10 to go down, get on uh, a short list, and then start playing with people who are busting out of the tournaments, and then just keep playing until seven to eight in the morning. Wow. Yeah, the the reason I say they get a pretty it looks like they get a pretty decent uh turnout for their tournaments is because those those middle-sized rooms like the 10 to 15 table rooms in Vegas generally are I mean rarely full and every every night we were there the place was jam-packed from what I remember and that's uh, I was pretty surprised. How yeah. many 15 tables were the people that know Harris has a poker room? Uh, it's got to be all guests is what I'm thinking. Oh, and they don't know that there's other hotels. Yeah, I, I think they just have to close down. They leave for their flights, and they're like, Because oh! <laughs> Harris picks them up at the airport and blindfolds them and takes them to the hotel. Knowing the cabs in Vegas, they probably get long-hauled in such a way they don't go by other hotels. That's yeah. true. That is so true. I'll bring you in via Henderson. It'll be faster. <laughs> Oh gosh, I I got ripped off so bad last time I was there. It was like a forty-five dollar cab ride to my hotel and twenty-five dollar cab ride from the hotel back to the airport. Rough. Standard. 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 I should have TJ pick me up. You gotta take like the shuttles that are. What I do is you should have uh, had me pick you up. Tom asked everywhere he went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom waited until right after someone busted out of a tournament, and he goes, "Hey, can I have a ride?" <laughs> yeah, Everyone else is like, oh, tough, you did really well. I would like a lift somewhere because I'm lazy. <laughs> you should just wait by the cage and then pounce on him. <laughs> that, is where I, that is where I said goodbye. Hey, can I borrow five bucks and get a ride? <laughs> <laughs> can you ship me five dollars on stars? Oh, not even a full tilt joke. Sad. <laughs> okay, so so what what was the part about Harris that you liked the most? Um, I would... I would say probably the dealer. Oh, Tom did. The, the dealers? The, the dealers dealer. or the dealer? The dealer. Um, little column A, little column B. What? what? Do, you to, do you care to expand on that or just leave that as it is? <laughs> nope. All right, next question. No, uh, No. There was, a, there was a really hot dealer that I became friends with, and then there was also... Uh, Two guy dealers who were really cool who I became friends with. When you say um, became friends with, you mean you gave them money every time you won a pot and they were nice to you. <laughs> yes. Is that what you mean? That is wait, do you, are you saying that they're biased in some way? No, I'm saying that you still owe me money to continue to do this podcast. <laughs> um no, uh yeah, I mean I because I was playing there for, you know, eight hour sessions multiple days in a row i got to know them pretty well um how well (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Let's just say it wasn't heads up in Tom's hotel room. <laughs> Wait. Nice. Um, and nor, there, nor was yeah. it six max. <laughs> <laughs> I was at home. All right, continue, Tom. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want me to say? I don't. Uh... Okay. Wh- what didn't you like about Harris aside from it not being a uh, popular poker destination? The massive rake was definitely the biggest downside, but luckily the players were bad enough to make up for it. One of my little pet peeves about the room is I'm not a big fan of tables without a betting line. Harris doesn't have a betting line. There's a line. Know, it just, There's a it circle just went oval around the whole thing. Harris? That sounds like a circle, not a line. Technically. <laughs> I don't know There's an oval. I mean, I don't know if it's the betting line, but it's like it can act as one easily. Maybe I'm thinking of a different replay, but I could have swore Harris didn't have the betting line. Anyway, I don't like when rooms don't have the betting line. It drives me crazy. All right. Random pet peeve moment. Um, <laughs> well, I, I really hate it when people leave their <laughs> shoes around the house. <laughs> did, did you have any green tea? I have actually never had green tea, but I'm getting ready to start <laughs> because I've heard it's good for you. It is good for you. How does it taste? Green? Like huh. tea? Yeah. I'm not really a fan of green. It tastes like tea. Have you ever had tea? <laughs> I've had tea. It's kind of like that. Is it sweet, like sweet tea? If, if you, you put, put if you put sugar in it, sweet tea. You realize good for you though. You realize that sweet tea is tea with a ton of sugar in it. Yeah, I I realize my dad. That's the only kind of tea I like is my dad's tea because he puts like thirteen <laughs> scoops of sugar in it. Why I'm just saying you surprised? could do the same thing with green tea. You could yeah, make but green then that tea. defeats the purpose of like you know drinking yeah. healthily. Yeah, you could also have black tea and not put so much freaking sugar in it. Just throwing it out there. That's, that doesn't sound as healthy for some reason. I don't is know. That, is, do, you think, do you think Tyler Perry's involved with that tea? Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's not very um, into it. Sigh. Sigh, sigh, sigh. Um, yeah, anyway, one of the dealers I met, she is a uh, nutritionist, and she's been helping me out because I want to revamp my entire diet. Wait of, a minute. Of cake? Is this the same one? Did yeah. you tell? Have you told her about the sweet tea thing? Have you told uh, her about your cake about addiction? Oh, so you only want to try green tea to impress her? You didn't well, hear about it on this podcast? Yeah. No. <laughs> I heard TJ had it, and that had zero effect on me. <sighs> but then, when a hot dealer says it, I want to do it. <laughs> Was the hot dealer single? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> but. She also has convinced Tom to buy green tea. Did she sell you green tea? Is this maybe no. like a, a shakedown? She's like, hey, you know what else you should try? Everything that I have for sale. I feel like she told you she had a lot of different jobs. Yeah. Well, she also worked uh, is at that, Is that Solo. code for something? I don't know. <laughs> what like else did I she heard, do? I heard like three jobs and one of them wasn't nutritionist. Yeah, well, it, that's just what she but got. But two of them were. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Uh, no, she okay. works. She she's an aerialist acrobat, and she worked for Cirque du Soleil and a couple other shows. Yeah, because that's what I always <laughs> when I when I want health advice, I find a nutritionist who's also in a Vegas show. <laughs> what do you eat while you're flipping through show. the air? They're probably pretty and healthy. dealing cards. They actually, yeah, she she really is like phenomenally in shape and knows her ish. 
Yeah, I just have to imagine that you don't need three jobs if you're doing all of those things simultaneously. Yeah, well, that's that was one of the biggest like shockers is that um, a friend of mine I told about it. He and I shared the thought that like you think that these Cirque du Soleil performers are sort of like athletes in that you know I mean they are athletes but like like NBA NFL in that they'd be compensated somewhat well but that's not the case actually How much do they make I don't know but not enough that they need multiple jobs so based on a sample size of two one two who two who's the other one her boyfriend. <laughs> Okay. Who is also a dealer at the Harris Room? Who is also very cool and a nutritionist? No, he is. Uh, he was uh, going to try out for the Olympic gymnastics team, but then he got injured, and uh, now he. Have you ever seen Ninja Warrior? Yeah. Yes. He's a stunt. Te- he was a stunt tester for that, and uh, he was like essentially they called him out to uh, test the difficulty of it for the contestants. And he was just like in sweatpants or whatever, and he just crushed the whole course. And they were like, "Okay, you need to stick around." And he's like, "Well, you got to pay me better for that." So it's a bit odd to me that I hung out with you virtually every day you were here, and that's the first time I heard that story. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that whole conversation took place the morning that I was leaving. I, I uh, he finished his shift at like one thirty a.m. And I just hung out at the poker room. Until with her, well, uh, just kind of chilling. Because oh my, oh here we go. My one biggest beef with Harrah's is that they don't have Wi-Fi in the freaking hotel rooms. You can't even like buy it for you know even an, an, an enormous amount. It's just not not there. It's non-existent. You have to go down to the poker room where there's free Wi-Fi. At least they have Wi-Fi in the poker room. Yeah, I mean that's the one caveat, but. Uh, did you set over set anyone in that poker room? I think I did. I don't really remember that hand too well. Would you guys but, like to talk about a hand? No. So anyway, about Ninja Warrior. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say real quick that my flight left at 6 a.m. So I just hung out and I wasn't tired because of my sleeping schedule. So I just hung out down at the poker room and talked to him for a while. Um, and... Uh, that's where I got that Ninja Warrior story. Do you are you excited by the Ninja Warrior story because your favorite concert was the Ninja Turtles? <laughs> uh, I don't know. If, I can't decide whether my favorite concert was the Ninja Turtles or Shine Down was pretty good. I don't know. They're it's pretty neck and neck. Ninja Turtles are in the top three though. Yeah, definitely. Um, but anyway, no, I'm just a big fan of Ninja Warrior, so I thought it was super badass. That this guy not only was like a stunt tester, but could also crush it. And then it made me think, like, is this show fake? Because if there are, like, professional gymnasts out there who can just crush it, then why aren't they in the show? Why didn't he try out for the show? I don't know. Yeah, there. That's why. Yeah, told him it should <laughs> because, be on the show Because and... gymnasts don't plan well. <laughs> that's their one attribute that they're lacking. Yep. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's talk poker. Why? Let's... Okay. Um, so I was playing. We, me and TJ were playing a session. Uh, we Rochambeaued, and I got position on him because there was two seats available right next to each other, and uh, that worked out. Yeah, basically resulted in him set oversetting me for, and he just ran like God that session. Um, I want to hear more about the Rochambeau. What did you guys? Who threw what? <laughs> 
Uh, pretty sure I threw rock. I I threw, rock. Yeah. Scissors. Yeah. Threw scissors. Time. It's a rookie move. Yeah. yeah. And it really is. It's because throwing rock first is a rookie move. Well, yeah. that, I was, but uh, I know TJ, and I know he's not gonna know that. That's not true. No, I think it was the opposite, is that he was hoping that you were smarter to not <laughs> throw a rock. Yep. It was a pretty well, sick leveling, leveling, leveling Like you said, spot. I ran like God. Do you understand that because you lost the Rochambeau, you actually ended up losing the set over set? <laughs> That's yeah. true. Well, That's, a, that's actually an interesting point. If you guys had switched seats, you would have won. So. I lost the set over set because it was a rainbow flop. No, but you would have had the other cards <laughs> if you had switched seats. Yep. So let's talk about the hand, actually. <laughs> that doesn't sound interesting at all. <laughs> it's not that interesting. Yeah, set over set is boring. Rock, paper, scissors, awesome. <laughs> well, it actually the, is a, an interesting hand. Well, oh, it wasn't... Fine, go ahead. <laughs> oh, you set over set it on a rainbow flop. <laughs> well, no, actually, I, I turned the set, but we were joking that the only reason that I got the chance to turn my set was because it was a rainbow flop and the guy that flopped two pair hit neither him nor that guy bet the turn you bet know the what flop. we should definitely do is just throw out random details about the hand <laughs> i know that's what i was gonna say if we're gonna talk about it let's just actually well, talk about do it. we okay. really want to get into the hand history at right, this point no. you might either do it or don't i don't care <laughs> I, all right I mean, i'll just wrap it up real quick i flopped <laughs> uh i flopped a set and checked it because i was what at, a set of eight. It doesn't matter. Of cards. I said I was going to fl- wrap it up real quick. Stop asking me questions. Well, you're not doing it. <laughs> you're not doing it. I flopped the set out of position. I check. Another guy checks. TJ doesn't have a set yet. He checks. He turns the set. I check again because it was. I'm just pretty much thinking I'm going to. That's the only way I'm going to get money is if I represent extreme weakness. Yeah, betting uh, definitely going to get money. Yeah. I, I, I bet. I mean, uh, not. I, I check the guy bets in the middle between us. He flopped two pair. Uh, TJ raises now that he's turned his set. I just flat his raise. The guy with two pair shoves. TJ shoves, and I tank call because what? What? Because he, he put me on aces. He put me on top set. Is that's why he tank? It was the longest tank ever. Seriously. <laughs> It was so long. I thought you were one of the best in your home game. In his home game, he folds set of eights there. Yeah. Because no uh, one in his home game would play a hand like that. But no, uh, I, I will talk about another hand uh, that can also we do that one in tank. Can, can we do that one in order, perhaps? <laughs> yes. So another hand I played against my uh, buddy for my home game. So I uh, checked called the river. <laughs> I, uh, I opened the button for 12 with kings uh small blind shoves for a total of 35 and my buddy's in the big blind and he looks down at his cards and then just takes a stack of (laughs) what is i think of like 90 or 100 and just plops it on the uh past the betting line tj um and uh and i think about it for maybe five seconds and then i just shove thinking that he's just trying to isolate heads up and get it heads up with like tens plus or ace king and he's after i shove he sits there and thinks for a solid minute and i didn't actually move any chips i just said all in and they have these little you know little uh discs that say all in on them and she flipped that out in front of me and so i'm just sitting there and as as soon as he doesn't snap call i'm like sweet at least he doesn't have aces 
And now I'm trying to figure out what he has and if he's going to call. Um, I didn't really mind too much if he folded because it's still, you know, $100 side pot. And uh, finally he asks, you know, if I'm going to act. And I'm like, it's your, it's your, it's on you. What are you doing? He's like, oh. He's like, I, yeah, I was like, I went all in. He's like, oh, call. Boom. Aces. <laughs> so a set over set and aces versus kings. You guys are out of control. Yeah, yeah that, so thanks for bringing the good strategy hands. Well, there was <laughs> a really good strategy hand, but before we get to it. No, I don't I, care anymore. You guys are out. You guys have lost your opportunities. Did one of you Only have a set on... and the other one had a flush draw? No, but I made a guy fold coins pre-flop and he tilt left the table. Yeah. <laughs> so Did TJ three bets. With Jack seven, what is it? Was it even suited? Yeah, it was. Okay. okay. He three bets Jack seven suited at, on on the button, and small blind uh, thinks about it and folds, and then he has to show it down because he makes two pair and value bets the turn and river, and the guy flips out and he's like, "You three bet Jack seven, I folded queens." Is this old Asian dude? He just couldn't stop talking about it for a solid fifteen minutes, and he just tilt left. <laughs> and he would have flopped a set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's good. That's the content that was, we want to bring fun. to our listeners then instead we, uh, of set over set and aces versus kings. Well, so did you suck out at least? That story you gave the ending away, like, oh, and then I did this, and he didn't. Yeah, never mind. Did you suck out at least? Did I suck out on who? No, Tom. No, Tom. No, I thought I deserved a king there, but it was not meant to be. The guy, the guy but who you shoved. deserved that after you, the way you played the eight hand, where you where you tanked with a set. <laughs> Um, no, but the guy who shoved the small blind actually ended up winning that the, the side pot because he had nine ten and rivered two pair. So, sigh. Anyway, um, this is why we need our listeners' hands. If we, you're still listening at this point, good, if you've ever had ace king versus queen, send us a hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we can discuss an actual strategy hand if you want i think i doubt it ran out of our time <laughs> okay yeah. yeah thanks guys for leading with three crap hands and then going hey we have a real one <laughs> anyways next week on hugging the rail the marriott <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering where you're going with that uh, i don't know play it on the in the poker room on for you <laughs> Oh, sigh. All right. Well, thank you very much, Tom and TJ, for sharing your Harrah's uh, dealer experience and poker coolers with us. <laughs> Thanks, no guys. I think we'll throw it to Vincent now. And we're back with Vincent. How are you doing, Vincent? Very good. Very good. Very good. I, how did you think I would be doing? <laughs> You're on the podcast. We figured not that great. <laughs> yeah, but you did just win a bracelet, so probably pretty good. Um, my first question would be confirm or deny the purple hoodie run good is real. So um, what happened is that basically I had no idea whatsoever. And then I heard about basically, you know, Deuces Crack, Legend, Purple Hoodie Run Good, blah, blah, blah. And so I decided, like, I don't really, I'm not really superstitious, but hey, let's put on the Purple Hoodie and see if it works. 
and you know I did win the bracelet so how can I say no and after that I had a uh, a tournament with uh, uh, the other deep run that I had this summer where on day two I wore the purple hoodie and basically survived 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 and then on day three I didn't and busted pretty quickly well, I think you've learned your lesson. Which which event was that? That was um, a 1K No Limit, I think, last weekend, last Sunday. Oh, was that one where they get, like, 4,000 people? or? Uh, yeah, it was 2,795, if my memory serves me. Just around that number, 2,795? It could have been 96. <laughs> it was exactly 2,795. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limp and say it was exactly that. Okay. I remember nice. these things if I go deep. <laughs> That's why Tom doesn't remember how many people have been in the tournaments he was in. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the triple draw tournament last year. <laughs> I the bubble was from... almost deep. I outlasted you in the triple draw tournament last year, Vincent. Yeah. <laughs> how much did you? How much did you win, Tom? Shut up. Seems it just seems like his method was more efficient last year. Like if you're not going to win, you might as well get out early. <laughs> that is what I've been doing completely this year, actually. How many events have you played? A lot, but most of them have only taken me like an hour or (laughs) two hours. It's very efficient. I like it. I make day three or, yeah. If you bust out of an event, do you play any cash or sign up for like sit and goes or just done for the day or until like you can register for the next event? Uh, That really depends on my mood. Uh, if I bust really quickly and I haven't played any other poker that day, I might play a bunch of mixed cash games. But um, otherwise, you know, playing such long days and stuff, I just take the rest of the day off and go do something that's not poker. Because you're a tournament nice. guy at heart, right? Um, well, I guess I got known by now for playing tournaments, but... When I'm home and I play online, I only really play tournaments on Sunday and like during Scoop and WCoop, and the rest of the week I'll play cash. So I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm a tournament guy at heart. I'll just play anything that I think is interesting and runs and is profitable. Okay. Well, speaking of the triple draw event, you you played it this year, right? And you actually had a pretty big stack at one point. I think I busted, you know, in the first, like the fifth hour or something, but you still had a, a big, I think, did you make it to day two in that or no? Uh, that's actually the only exception to either make day three or bust in two hours that oh, okay. I've had this year. I actually bubbled that one and I was kind of... Like actually bubbled? I think I got 27th with 24 in the money. Oh, so. well, that's nothing. I actually bubbled last year. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling yeah. us. That's pretty much what we base this podcast around. Yeah. <laughs> no, we actually base this podcast around garbage, and then we happen to back our way into Tom Bubbling being yeah. worth talking about. <laughs> that is a pretty glorious moment. It really it was great. We had backdoor <laughs> bubble equity, so. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. Uh Chris uh Death Donkey was actually at uh Vanessa Selp's table um in the Triple Draw event. Did you talk to her at all about Triple Draw? I have never talked to Vanessa about Triple Draw. <laughs> um, um I yeah. I heard Chris uh say that it was not her game though. <laughs> yeah. Well it's funny because he was like two to her left and obviously Chris is very good at triple draw. Um and he just said, Yeah, not 
not her game. And yeah. she didn't have any chips at the first break. And then the next time I talked to him, she had a monster or just a massive chip stack. And I was like, what happened? I'm like, she's like, oh, Vanessa's Vanessa. <laughs> she just gets chips. Yeah. Not I mean, her game, meaning she was making big mistakes, being too aggressive. For those of us that weren't involved in that conversation, can you elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine I imagine uh, I've played a little bit of eight game online with her and she would just pat way too quickly. She would pat like a ten nine seven five deuce or something. Um for all those who play triple draw will realize that you with like two draws to go you should probably draw at seven five deuce. But um if that starts to work and people fall too much, then you know, it's actually a pretty legitimate strategy. And I actually think that's how Jason Mercier played last year is he would pat pretty quickly and get people to fold. Um, And that's how he ran his stack up pretty high. Yeah. And if people don't adjust to that, then that is, you know, could very well be the best strategy late in tournaments. Yeah. I'll have to explore that because, you know, ideally in a cash game, you're just always going to draw to a seven. Yeah. Or, you know to an eight or well, yeah, something yeah. reasonable that is hopefully something you can value bet on the end but in tournaments people are you know especially when you get deep not in the first couple levels because then people play it pretty much like a cash game but once you get deep people start to really conserve their bets and they might fold on a turn where they would normally call yeah and then you make them fold hands that have way too much equity against the crappy hand that you've been petting yeah, if they've got like an eight six four two, and you're pat, and for whatever reason they think your patting range crushes them, and they may not even be drawing live, they might fold on the turn when they shouldn't. Yeah. Um, or they're or they're not even thinking that deeply, and they're just like, well, it's going to cost me a bet, and I'm going to miss most of the time, so I'm just going to fold. Yeah, I honestly think that's how Jason got a massive stack in like three hours on day two. Yeah. Because you should have done that. <laughs> yeah, I should have done that. <laughs> That's I, it's kind of what I did on uh, on day two as well. And the the funny thing is, whenever somebody raises a turn, I was always extremely tempted to three bet because people would just not raise the turn without a monster or a bluff. Um, but yeah, I just it did work a, a couple times where I three bet the turn, but then I got into a streak where. They just showed me a seven every time. Yeah. And I'm like, well, sevens are hard to make, so I raised the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Even after they showed you? Well, you know, they can't have it every time, right? And well, if they do, then I'm still exploiting them in other ways. <laughs> I was just hoping you weren't, uh, if they showed you this, the made seven, that you weren't still raising. <laughs> no, I probably would consider. Uh, How strong is that, though? Yeah, that is really strong. <laughs> they show you a seven and you raise anyways. If I show you a seven, like a number three, and you raise me, I'll I'll fold. Will you really? <laughs> that sounds like a really dumb plan against. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um. So after after you won your bracelet, what actually happens? Like they take your picture and everything. Do they just give it to you right there? Or uh, no, you have to wait for the ceremony actually. They give it to you to hold up for the picture a couple times, and then you. And then they take it back. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> but it's, like, no, 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 not yet. Is that so? If you go out partying that night, you don't lose it. <laughs> I have no idea. So you don't take it to the states. <laughs> no, they just want to present it to you on stage. 
they, is they there anything the, else? I was going to say they call it the TJ Cloutier rule. You have to they keep it for 24 <laughs> hours until you calm down, and then you can have it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So then after that, is there anything special? Like you you get your picture taken, and the next day they they give it to you, and then it's just yours to keep. Oh, I threw. Uh chips into the air and got like a shot where there's chips flying everywhere that was cool (laughs) and uh security came over and (laughs) (laughs) i threw a bunch off the table and it feels really backwards because you're not supposed to splash the pot but i uh, i did that for the picture yeah and uh did you get a did you get a one orbit penalty penalty for that (laughs) i would have i would have did you did you announce your action as you did that Throwing chips into the air. Oh yeah, how was the announcing action thing? <laughs> how was how was the the new rule that you had to announce your action? I don't think I did it. I oh. don't think I got punished. So I guess they were forcing. I think it got turned into like a suggestion instead of a hard rule after the beginning. Uh, okay. Probably. But that's that's because I don't cool remember Phil Ivy doing that at all. No. Why would you make Phil Ivy announce? Why would you make anyone announce, you know? Well, that was the new rule, I guess, but I guess they just didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's we tried. the same thing that weed is illegal in Holland. <laughs> <laughs> is I that true? you say it was illegal at the final table, and they relaxed that rule, and it's like, that explains why no one's announcing their action. Did you hear about that? The guy that got caught with weed, and he was, like, deep in the Venetian tournament or something? Yeah, and then got blinded out. Yeah. That's Wait, really? really dumb. Yeah, you didn't hear about that, Jordan? No, did he Did he like just pull out a bag of weed at the table or what? He was smoking in his car in the parking lot. Yeah, apparently on break, I, I can't remember who was talking about this, whether it was Barry Greenstein or someone, was like, it's ridiculous that like 25% of the field on break runs out to their car to smoke <laughs> and they can't just focus on the tournament and everything. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know about that, actually. Yeah, one guy was like a chip leader and got caught, and they just blinded him off. I think it was Retchy. It was, right? yeah. I think I read that somewhere. I don't know who that uh, is. Oh, he's a fairly well-known tournament player. Has played some triple draw, actually. So, so um, as far as the, the payout, I've always wondered, do they... When you actually go to the cage, they don't they don't give you what do they give you chips, a check, cash, like one dollar bills. <laughs> uh, they asked me what I wanted. Oh, okay. Basically, and I said like, ah, oh, give me some chips. Um, and I got a nice, <laughs> I got a nice, uh, small but significant stack of twenty five k chips. Would you consider asking for it in nickels and just to see what they would do? <laughs> I I did consider single dollar bills. I think that, that would be, be sweet. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. It would be I would a- ask for it in a suitcase <laughs> or a briefcase with, with just, a handcuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's just that Gabe Kaplan on High Stakes Poker sat down and then asked for $1,000 in $1 bills. And ever since that, I I think it's kind of lame to ask for many single dollar bills. <laughs> because about- Gabe already did it or because Gabe is lame? Uh... A little bit of both. <laughs> Although but Gabe is actually really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, Gabe being lame is not an optional option for this <laughs> to consider, because he's not lame. Yeah. $2 bills no, is the way to go. 
that one action was like, oh yeah, two dollar bills. I don't think I've seen a single two dollar bill this summer. I still have one. It's completely useless. No, I should not. just spend it's it. It's worth two dollars. What do you mean it's <laughs> useless? <laughs> I have a twenty. Might... It's worthless, except that I can spend it. That's the part <laughs> that it's useful. <laughs> what do you? What else would you do with it? I don't know. It was, it was like when you're a kid and someone gives you a two dollar bill. You're like, ooh, I'm gonna keep it. And then, and then you're like, wait, I'm just gonna spend it. Well, then it becomes worthless if you just keep it. Yeah, yeah actually, actually, you have it backwards, right? Exactly. <laughs> it has worth if you spend it. If you keep it, it's paper. <laughs> I think it's emotional worth that he's talking about. Yeah. How much right. was it worth? Was it worth two dollars to you emotionally? I think it's worth like a dollar fifty emotionally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You better off, buddy. <laughs> Watch out for the emotional inflation is what'll get you though. Yeah. <laughs> so Vincent. Um, what is it like playing the next tournament after you won the bracelet? Is it different or just business as usual? Because I know that you play a significant amount of tournaments. but I thought it was going to be a lot harder than it was. I thought it was going to be really hard to take seriously because you start with a 1000 or a $1,500 buy-in after you've just won you know, a really crazy amount of dollars that dwarfs the $1,500 completely. But I was like, well, this is still worth fifteen hundred bucks, so I'm not gonna, you know, mess around and play badly. So actually, I just got really unlucky the two tournaments afterwards, which I was completely okay with, obviously, and uh, busted them within the hour, probably. But I felt like I played well. So um, is it easier to handle the bust out? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, nice. yeah, I had that one coming. so um we're a little past the halfway mark or two-thirds mark now of the world series what what other tournaments are you going to play i'm going to play the 50k tomorrow oh nice nice. are you still selling pieces for that i am cool so uh i i think i need another 20 percent sold or something ideally so uh I'm not sure if I'm going to get there, but otherwise I'm just going to have a bigger piece of myself. So you're definitely going to play it either way? Yeah. What else can I do? <laughs> play the one drop. It's <laughs> true. I'm only a quarter of the way there with, uh, you know, with the bracelet win, so... Nah, <laughs> I think I'm going to let that one go. you got to let it ride. What if you win <laughs> the 50k, though? <laughs> yeah. I might reconsider. How much does the winner of the 50k get last year? Um, 1.7, I think. There you yeah. go. There you go. Boom. There you, you, could take, you could take the money you won and then enter a different tournament, and that way, if you lose that, you don't have any money. It, it's almost like a satellite. I was going to say, are, yeah, they, are it they, is. they calling the 50K the satellite this year? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, the, the one-drop's yeah. going to be like a, a single-table tournament anyway, right? No one's really entering that. I think there's like six people that have entered so far. So that would that you're saying yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there like 45 people on the list? Yeah, on the list that they keep talking about. But yeah. I've I've heard the the list is a uh, a little uh, suspicious to people. Yeah, and then it's, 40 people will out will 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 pull out at the last second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is going to increase your edge because Tom Petty is definitely playing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because he Why won't back. He, play it? he won't back down. <laughs> <laughs> not, 
not already. I don't know. There was there was a thread on two plus two. It says it has to be true. Like, are you questioning two plus two as a source? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. And I yeah. just didn't know if it was a it was actually news or if it was a view or gossip. I'm I'm gonna go with is is NVG is one of those stand for lies? Because if so, it's that. I don't think L though, so maybe not. How about not happening under N? I don't oh, know. It was nice. someone's first. It was someone's first post, and they said Tom Petty is playing for sure. How could you think that was suspicious at all? <laughs> it's <laughs> almost like too bizarre to not be true. It kind of yeah, I agree. Yeah, because like, why Tom would Petty, you even make that up? Tom Petty likes charity, so what he would do is take a million dollars and enter a poker tournament where a hundred thousand dollars goes to charity. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> But what Which if he also the... likes poker? Yes. He could, he could play the main event and then donate a million dollars to charity. Correct. What if he's Busto? Then he's probably not playing a oh. million dollar event. I don't understand. <laughs> he's getting staked by a guy. By a guy? No, by, by the D. guy. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm back. Wild speculation. Vincent, what do you think? True or false? What do I think? <laughs> Wait, I might. I was out of Skype for a little while there. <laughs> so I, I did not hear anything you guys said for the past half a minute or so. <laughs> you're That's you're very lucky. You run good, good cover up. Good cover up. Good, nice. good timing. It's actually on true. That's <laughs> okay. We, it's not the first time someone's walked out on their own interview. <laughs> <laughs> We've had somebody take an actual phone call in the middle of their interview. So. You, yeah, you guys keep talking. I'll be right back. Um, <laughs> oh, can I make phone calls in the journeys? Yeah, only if it's to your mom. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, how did your how did your family and friends react? Well, my dad is my biggest fan, so he was ecstatic. I don't know. I like you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about this uh, some other time. But, <laughs> did he come out? Did you fly him out? No, because it's Holland, so that would be like a 14-hour flight. They don't have airplanes there. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because everything's flat there anyway, so why would you need a plane? But um, no, I I don't think I would fly out uh, my dad because he would just stand there and be like, well, I flew 14 hours. I don't know what to do now. (laughs) Let me ask Tom a question. Tom, would you be excited if Vincent flew you to, wa- to watch the final table? I would be very excited. I feel like that, yeah, I feel like your dad just lost points in this competition. He would be like, why am, why am I here? I don't really care. That doesn't sound like your biggest fan. Well, he was continuously spamming my Skype, though, with chats and stuff. So, Are, are you now more popular than Rude Van Destroy? Uh, it's got to be close. It's got to be. <laughs> Sorry, that's a that's a soccer player for the other people in this podcast. Yeah, because yeah, Jordan Jordan might I do, know that. I don't I don't know I don't know. I thought he was a character from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I, I thought he was like a a Dutch folk singer. No. We do have a we do have a bunch of really good folk bands, obviously. <laughs> well, Vincent, when you make your next final table, if you want to fly me out, I would be ecstatic. Whoa, whoa, I, whoa! Yeah, hold on, hold on. I think he should fly his dad and Tom out. They have to stand side by side, and we'll settle this once and for all. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> who's the biggest, biggest man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it's it's a shorter trip for me if you make your final table in Vegas than it is for Tom or your dad. 
Which so, doesn't, uh, that proves you're not as big of a fan because you're coming from closer. You should go no, further just away. It's easier for him. I should Maybe. go further away. Yeah, I'm going to go to I'll Australia move. before you fly me out. If you make a final table, I'll move, and then you can fly me out from further away. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's commitment to being a fan. I don't know. That's strange. <laughs> Maybe He's you the guys can fan also... of, of international travel, though. Maybe you guys can just all be fans in very different ways. You all mean <laughs> very different things to me. <laughs> yeah, some some mean things, and some are just people that he talks to to placate them, so they stop asking to be flown out. <laughs> different, <laughs> different relationships. Yeah. How much? Uh, how much is the lowest that you're selling for the fifty k? The lowest percentage? Yeah. Um, I am selling one percent minimum because otherwise it's just an administrative nightmare. Yeah. Um, but if you know people get a bunch of people together and want to buy one percent together, then you know that's fine. Yeah. So that's pretty much what I've posted. Like, if you want a smaller piece, find other people who want a smaller piece as well and buy 1% together. Makes sense. It's like, it's like super satelliting into buying a piece. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Does, yeah. does the money that Jordan owe you that he probably was never going to pay you otherwise go towards buying a percentage? No. <laughs> he owed me that. Just checking? Yeah. I... I bought a piece of you in the PCA, and then you said, send it to me on stars. And I was like, I'm American. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh. I am very so, clumsy with so, uh, actually chasing people for the money that they owe me. Well, then so, I'm in for so you, 10%. I was going to say, did you get the money I sent you for the percentage then? But... <laughs> <laughs> Tom said he would send it over. I gave it to Tom to take to Vegas. Right. So if um, a, bunch of money. a real fan would have paid you, is all I'm saying. Yeah. I, I tried to. I couldn't. <laughs> I even sent him a PM on DC, and I didn't hear back. So Vincent doesn't respond to PMs on DC. That's why we had to get him on the podcast, so I could confront him about the money I owe. <laughs> yeah, we've got you now. <laughs> yeah. It's time for another episode of Badoogie All-Stars Debt Recollection. <laughs> and it's, like, uh, it's like those reality shows. The it's bounty hunter and stuff. Yep. It's a tough except, job. Someone except has the to opposite. Do yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that would be a reality show where the criminal hires the bounty hunter to come pick him up. Yeah. <laughs> I need a ride to jail. Can you get me? <laughs> Please, I've done something terribly wrong and I just need to pay immediately. Yeah. So, um, that's awesome. Do you have anything? Do you want to do coach? Um, do you have any coaching specials or just all the tournaments? Just win them all? Yeah, I try to win all the tournaments. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I've kind of stopped coaching on a regular basis because I've been traveling around too much to keep anything stable going, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll have a student and then I'll be like, well, I'm gone for the next three weeks. Sorry. <laughs> so I didn't want to disappoint people anymore. So I basically stopped coaching. Are you going to do any sort of video series based on your uh, World Series stuff? I don't know. I could, but I haven't really, I don't know. I haven't figured out anything yet, really. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to focus on the rest of the series. And, you know, my left wrist is still very lonely. So uh, <laughs> I need to win another one. Have you been wearing your bracelet to all the events? Not a single time. 
Have you oh. worn it at all ever? But you put the chips no. in. It's like, oh my, my shoulder's so tired from this bracelet. <laughs> I was gonna do. Uh, I was if I want to. I fell in the second one. I'm gonna put both on my right arm, and uh, look at my cards and go like, oh god, lifting these cards is so heavy. Because <laughs> you know. The and then you'll need two for your left arm to match. Yeah. It never I mean, you ends. Should, you should just accidentally throw the chips too far. It's like, sorry, my arm is getting so strong from wearing that bracelet. It just <laughs> it's not here to weigh it down. <laughs> like a batter when he's going up to bat, he takes a few practice swings with the uh, whatever the hell it's called that makes the bat heavier. You should know this. It's called a donut. <laughs> that seems to be in your wheelhouse. Yeah, but baseball's not. Anything I- dessert related, you should have a handle on pretty well. <laughs> I have a lot of creative things to do when I get multiple bracelets. I <laughs> feel very awkward wearing one, though. Could you just string them together and make, like, a necklace out of them? I thought about that exact thing. That would be fun. <laughs> just make a set of wind chimes and hang them in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> have, like, a drum kit and then hang up all the bracelets next to each other so you can do, like, the fring, fring thing. <laughs> nice, I was a, nice. I was a big fan before, but now that I realize what ideas you have for winning bracelets, I think I may your, be your biggest fan. Nice. So oh, there's always a spot open. You yeah. Just well, now crazy. that I hear your ideas, I'm, I I don't like you anymore. Wow. Perfect. <laughs> wow. It's easy. I'm in. <laughs> Competition is just chopping off. Yep. All you have to uh, do to be my biggest fan is spam me on Skype whenever I win a bracelet. Um, I'll spam you on Skype when you lose. You just basically have to be crazier than my previous biggest fan. Okay. You are, you are going to regret this so quickly. <laughs> well, my current biggest hey, fan job. is not that yep. crazy. Way to go. Way to go. <laughs> good job. Good effort. Good job. Good effort. It's hard to spam him on Skype if you've been blocked. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Skype has a beautiful block function. So it's your biggest fan who hasn't crossed the line into creepiest fan. <laughs> exactly. It's a fine balance between, you know, cute like, and annoying. It's like shuffleboard. Like, you have to get it to, like, right to the edge, but if you go too far, you lose. Yeah. Yep. Okay, got it. I'm ready. So, Vincent, uh, have you lined up any big purchases since since you won your bracelet? Or are you saving that for, like, if you win the 50K, would you buy something big? I don't know. I don't know what I want to buy. I have... Um, I kind of want to say I have everything I need. You know, I've I've already done the, you know, the buying of the big ass TV and the new computer and the fancy laptop and all that stuff that you you know start buying when you make a lot of money with the pokers. So you're um, saying that you have money you can't possibly spend on anything if you're looking to get rid of it. I have I have I some think, things. I'm just saying, <laughs> just trying to help as your biggest fan. I think my best option to get rid of a bunch of money is to get a girlfriend. Yeah, yep. I would. Yeah, I would. I would advise against that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else am I going to spend it on? The win buffet. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. You can go multiple times a day. Forty-five dollars at a time. Yeah. Hmm. It's worth well, it. Well, only only fish go multiple times a day. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, you See, have money now. Do you offer buffet coaching? <laughs> I'll I'll have a look around and see if this is the sort of area that I'm very expert in and then uh, if it is then sure. 
if you win the win buffet, then I will be back on the bandwagon. I would like to see your buffet graph before I buy coaching, though. Let's just say that it's a win-win situation. <laughs> nice! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I knew bringing you on would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, good luck in the 50K, sir. Thank you very much. And in the one drop when you satellite in. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if I end up buying a piece. I may yep. sell like 99% and play the one drop. That's pretty much how Tom enters every tournament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's a 1K no limit and it's easy yeah, exactly. for, for $10. <laughs> it's sweet. <laughs> and then when you win a you know when you win a quarter million you get to keep what is it 2500 bucks? Yeah. And the bracelet. And the bracelet. I get the bracelet and four oh. trips to the win buffet. <laughs> that is nice, though, because the bracelet itself is probably another 2500 bucks. Yeah, well, they said this year's are designed by some fancy guy, and they're the most expensive ever. Ever. So, so lock that so up. What would, that be, what would they be worth? I don't know. Don't so, get it stolen from your house, though. Yep. So I basically... Recommend, recommend against that. So basically, if you sell 99%, you're... In for two percent. Exactly. I'm just free rolling for the bracelet. Yeah. So. Wow. It does sound like Tom's math. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, uh, thank you very much for coming on, Vincent. Uh, it's been a rigorous battle to be your biggest fan between the three of us and your dad. And it will continue to be. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, with that said, I think we should throw it to Mitch. Sounds good, I guess. Hey, this is Mitch's Minute. Today I'm going to talk about Australia and the internet. Lately I've seen people write about how the Australian internet is supposedly terrible and I would like to point some things out. Australia is the size of America with one fifteenth the people. Perth, the city I live in, is the most isolated city in the world. The closest city to us is a 30-hour drive away in which you also have to cross a 700-mile desert of nothingness called the Nullarbor Plains. No towns, no trees, no hills, nothing. They sometimes display a sticker informing people they've achieved this feat. If you want to pop over to Sydney, it's a five-hour flight. We don't call it traveling abroad. We call it overseas because if you want to leave the country, you have to fly over oceans. My point is Australia is an enormous place with not a lot of people in the middle of nowhere. The fact that we can connect to anywhere in the world in a fraction of a second at high speed is incredible. To say that we have bad internet is like saying the camera on the Mars rover has terrible image quality. Context is important. So that's been Mitch's minute. I'd like to thank Vincent, uh, Mitch, and TJ for their segments. Uh, thanks again for coming on, Vincent. Check us out at BadoogieAllStars.com or on Twitter, BadoogieAllStars, Facebook.com, BadoogieAllStars. Um, you can find us on iTunes. Give us a rating if you feel like it. It would be great, please. Um, and if you have hands that you would like to send in, um, maybe that are better than the ones that Tom and TJ played, which were set over set. Uh, <laughs> We would, Big sigh. yeah, super sigh. Um, we would be happy to discuss them, um, and we will be helpful instead of making fun of you because your hand won't suck. Eh, it might suck, but we'll still be helpful. We will pretend your hand doesn't suck if it, yeah. even if it does. All right. Uh, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Uh, this is Tecmo Super Bowl. Nixon the Grouch. That's two for offsuit.
See you guys later. I don't think I'm going to win. I don't have boobs. Yeah, you do. <laughs>